the 2023 College Basketball Juicy Awards. Connor, are dun, you dun, dun. fucking ready to rock? So I guess I'm not fully prepared for this. That's the, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, because I think for the college football one, you weren't prepared whatsoever. Yes, either. I was going in blindly. Yes. Um, quickly, I got a. So how do we want? To, I got a better idea for um, the tiebreaker. Oh God. I'm going to make. Just hit my head on the mic. It's a great start here on the Bet the Juice podcast. It's been a long week. Cody Mitchell, Connor Hall, it has been a long week, dude. I am exhausted. Uh, be, and um, honestly, sports aren't going on, so that's not to blame. So I don't know what it is, but no, they're they're not. Unfortunately, obviously, the basketball or the NBA is on. Um, not an NBA show. Go so, Thunder. So kind of like we said before, the next few episodes after this, we're we don't know yet. No, oh. we're not sure exactly what we're going to do. We will have draft coverage because, thankfully, I guess Ohio had to pass the law in order for there to be draft props and everything like that, and the commission has finally allowed it. So now we'll actually be able to bet. We'll actually have lines and stuff like that. So I was hoping that FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, or BetMGM put lines out for me here soon. Yeah, that would be awesome. The same thing when the NBA draft comes around, we'll be doing that too. We're also just going to, I don't know, you're going to learn a little bit about us. I think oh, we're going to talk about. Talk, talk about, about our go- feelings. Talk about feelings. Talk about, um, we actually went and played golf on Wednesday. A lot better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody would have kept score on the back nine. That yeah. Nice. I just kind of quit on the end there. But here is the rule for the tiebreaker. We're going to play online blackjack. How the fuck is this going to work? It's basically if you win, your pick wins. If not, I do. So basically, I'm the house and you're the gambler. God damn, this sucks. It's my sport. I get to play it the way I want it to. This is dumb. Okay. All right. So let's get into the 2023 Juicy Awards here. Um, I honestly was wondering where I want to start here. Um, so I'm just going to kind of jump around here because I got a bunch here. So first award here, we're going to do transfer of the year. And again, I should have prefaced this before. Some of these are tournament only. Some of these for the entirety of the college basketball season. Connor, your nominees are Nigel Pack at Miami, Darion Trammell, San Diego State, Baylor Shireman at Creighton, and Terrence Shannon of Illinois. I'm kind of biased. But I'm going to go Nigel Pack. For Miami? Yes. The $800,000 man? Yes. The- uh, he, the, he, took them, he took them over the Elite Eight hump, just had to go up against a buzzsaw in UConn. Who eventually won the national title, so exactly. no loss there. Yeah. So. And the difference is, two on that, they were a five seed, correct? Uh-huh. And the year before they were 10, they just got some upsets along the way there. When I look at that, I really want to vote for Baylor Shireman, but the right answer for the best transfer was Nigel Pack. And Nigel Pack should be our transfer of the year. I 100% agree with that. Which makes me think, are the because I was looking up and down 24-7's transfer ranking and for 2022, and there really wasn't any, there wasn't a ton that was like, man, that, that guy. 
Mm-hmm. He really stood out here. Like, no. I think Nigel Pack was the best transfer for the entirety of the season. There I, is somebody else that, like, technically quantifies as a transfer, but we will get to the award that he's probably winning. Yeah, it was – that was one that I definitely missed now that I think about it. But I still think Nigel Pack would be the guy over him as well because yeah. he got his team to a final four. Yeah. And that that's obviously a big thing here. Uh-huh. Next, well, I'm going to go the Jekyll and Hyde team of the year. This is a term that we use the entirety I of the season. I already know my vote. So here we go. Well, hopefully you have their nominee. Iowa State, Texas Tech, Michigan State, or Arizona State. Was uh, your team in my nominees that I created? Uh, yeah, it was literally the first team that you said. It's it, for me it is Iowa. This State. might be this might be a boring juicy. There's no blackjack. But, but like thinking about the teams that you like rattled off there, like for Michigan State, like it they were a good team. It was just they got hot at the right, or I don't want to say get hot at the right time. They started playing their best ball. At the right time, we knew the talent could potentially be there. But, I mean, dude, for Iowa State, we had some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows. 1,000%. The, the reason I put Michigan State on there was, like, one minute they're beating Purdue, and the next minute they're losing Nebraska. Uh-huh. And it was like anybody could kind of get it. But I guess that was kind of the theme of the Big Ten. Well, and then also you could think about just that one game against Iowa. We'll get to that. There's some more stuff on there, too. But, yeah, Michigan State is your Jekyll and Hyde team. Or Iowa State is your Jekyll and Hyde team all year. And we definitely got the worst end of that in the NCAA tournament. My Elite Eight team. Yeah. What was it, 20 to 1? For the tournament bracket purposes, Yes, because you also used a veto. I did use a veto. Them. But also one of us actually bet uh Pitt. Pitt, yeah. To win that one. Yeah. And who um, was right? You were. Um let's move on here. Okay, so I have disappointment of the year. Okay. North Carolina. It's probably an obvious one. Preseason number one team in the in the country. Dayton was very disappointing. They should have probably walked away with the A ten. With Jerron Holmes coming back, Malachi Smith coming back. Didn't even make the NCAA tournament. Michigan, Hunter Dickinson's third season. Jet Howard coming in. Kobe Bufkin being a... Like, they have two first-round picks in Hunter Dickinson. Did not make the NCAA tournament. New Mexico State, for... Jesus. Some off-the-field issues. I mean, you had to shut your program down after you just won an NCAA tournament game. Yeah. Against, basically, the national champions... Yeah. Outside of Tristan Newton. Yeah. And exit. um, Hawkins was there. Exit RJ Cole. Yeah. Like that was it. Like Hawkins is playing a bigger role now. Yeah. And then the amount, my last nominee is the amount of charges that were called in the NCAA tournament was at an all time low. (laughs) All right. Well, I honestly think this one's fairly easy. I don't know, man. I, it's I got, dude. It's got to be UNC. They were a Final Four team last year. Unanimous was it? Unanimous number one? No. Oh, okay, but still preseason number one, and you didn't even make the tournament. 
Like, that's just, in my opinion, like, kind of embarrassing, and it was damn near the same team coming back. Outside of uh, Brady Manic and the Pete Nance switch, that was un- entirely the same team. I'm actually going to go with New Mexico State. Like, your program literally shut down. That's a mid-major program that has been, no matter who was there, was Chris Jans or any other coach that's just flourished and has been one of the better mid-major conference or college basketball teams in the last 15 years. And to have your program literally shut down from some off-the-court issues that you, like, yes, the I don't want to get into the legal details, but you you could have handled it a, t- a hell of a lot better. And again, what we said, all you had to do was hire your assistant that you should have. Yeah, it like obviously there was the one situation that happened, but even the like hazing situation. I like, didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's just like bad culture, man. For a, for a team that's always had yeah, really good I, success. I get it. The, New, here's the way it kind of breaks down. New Mexico State off the field or off the court, by far the most disappointing team of the year. On the court, I think it's UNC. Yeah, 100% agree. Then honestly, I'm not even going to make you play blackjack. We'll just say we'll make those two separate awards. I think that's fair. Yeah. On the court, UNC, obviously, like the talent was there. Yeah. You literally were up 15 at halftime in the national title game and you did not win it. And you did not make the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then New Mexico State can win off the court. The other side. All right. <laughs> All right. So, some of these I had that were a little creative here. This is called the Hang, a Ban- Hang the Banner Award. Okay. And then the winner is already determined. It's the University of Long Island, who finished 363rd in Ken Palm. How many times do you think I have to do, will they beat this team who beat this team to get to the to get to them to beat UConn, be the national champion? Oh, God, it's got to be absolutely insane. Um, how many times? Like 30. Five. Oh, wow. I was shocked, too, because I was prepared to make a crazy long list. Listen to this. LIU had one Division One win this year. Mm-hmm. They beat two Division Two teams. They beat Sacred Heart. Well, Sacred Heart beat Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue. Uh-huh. Purdue beat Marquette, and Marquette beat UConn. Jesus. Like, I walked into that situation thinking this was going to last – I was going to go 40, 50 times before I found a way to make LIU better than UConn. Nope. Literally only five times. Um, a little more serious one here. So, obviously, a, diff- a lot of different publications released their coach of the year. I know Jerome Tang won a couple. Shaka Smart won a couple. I want to give ours out. It's between, here's my nominees. If you want to throw somebody else in there, you go right ahead. Jerome Tang. T.J. Otzelberger, Iowa State, Shaka Smart, Chris Collins at Northwestern, and then obviously the mid-major guy in me. I threw Jared Gillian in there. He's never going to win it, but he won 12 games at Chicago State, which is super hard and has the program like somewhat of relevancy. So obviously he's not going to win the award. I just it was something I wanted to like, like a little shout out, a little throw in here. So this is hard for me because I am biased towards my pick. Yeah. 
But, dude, it's hard to say that Jerome Tang doesn't deserve this. I mean, when he took over, what, two scholarship players mm. on campus, basically. Took a shot on Keontae Johnson, which ended up working wonders for him. Ha- started a five seven point guard who has insane shooting ability and has the utmost trust of in Tang. I it's just it when you like I understand why Shaka Smart won it because they were picked to be last in the Big East. Or no, it was like it was like seventh. sixth or seventh, yeah. But they were picked low to win the Big East. But also, how they lost how many players from that team? What was from it? what Marquette? Yeah, Marquette. I'm I'm blanking on how many people they lost from that team the year before. Because then they, it didn't the the roster really didn't turn over like crazy. Okay, so yeah, that's the thing is Shaka Smart already had a roster there. Jerome Tang had to start from basically scratch, mm-hmm. and I just think he knocked it out of the park. He park could have made the final four still solidly 18 i gotta go with jerome tang the only bite back i have with that is that he did take the chance on keontae johnson but like he did just inherit it like one of the best 20 players in basketball he there was nothing wrong with him yeah but but we were also concerned about like what keontae would we be getting I don't know, but here's but here's my thing with that is like I think more teams didn't want to take him because they kind of like I don't want to say it, but like afraid he might die on the basketball court. Yeah, kind of thing. Like that's a, a serious thing when it comes to your heart. Yeah, no, I agree. And I don't think that would really if we knew he could he was clear to play basketball, he should just be fine. Mm-hmm. That's my bow back. Um, I would still vote Jerome Tang Coach of the Year. I'm also going to do that. But that's my only bite back. Like, the thing that, like, Shaka Smart did take, Mark, they won the Big East Tournament and the Big East regular season. That's obviously huge. He developed Tyler Kolick into the best point guard in college basketball. The one here that I really think is getting left out a little bit is the job that Chris Collins did. He literally lost Ryan Young and Pete Nance, his best two players from a year ago. And got them into the NCAA tournament and gave Texas a run in the second round. Yeah, you're right. So he should get some love there, but um, come on, like Jerome Tang literally took Kansas. Kansas State was like two plays away from going to a Final Four, and they would probably have been favorites over San, San Diego, Diego State. State yeah. And I actually kind of like the matchup there because of just how tough Kansas State is. So in a roundabout way, Kansas State could have made the natty. I like okay, so I'm glad you said there because I was about to say lost in the national title to UConn. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I have this one called the "What If" moment of the tournament. It starts off with, "What if Ryan Nemhard does not foul Tremel in that elite elite eight game?" Sorry, and let's say Creighton edges them out in overtime because it was a neck and neck game. They could have easily won the game. They could easily lost that game. And they would advance to the Final Four where they play FAU, which I'm sorry, I like their chances very much against FAU. I San Diego State's so defensive-oriented, like they could slow down that high-powered offense. I don't know if FAU was going to do that, and I don't think FAU was able to outscore them. 
And they then they would have been the national title and played Creighton a team or a UConn a team they've already beat. Mm-hmm. Secondly, is if what if Kia Clark doesn't throw that dumb pass against Furman? He will probably they call timeout, they inbound it, they get fouled, they'll be up three, and they advance West San Diego State. Two teams that are, you know, grit and grind would defense have been only. All over that under thirty-seven to thirty-three finish. Like if they beat them, then they advance. They'd play Alabama. I think Alabama would beat them. Then here comes Alabama into the Elite Eight. Like, that kind of shakes everything up. Mm. Um, but also, we kind of saw Bama play, like, a lighter version of... San Diego State lost. Yeah, That's exa- a good point. Yeah, exactly. So maybe even Virginia fucking Final yeah. Four team. Uh, third is what if Mark Mitchell doesn't get hurt and he plays against Tennessee? A guy that yeah. is a, go- a, a bucket getter for Duke, which they really lacked against Tennessee, and Tennessee just out-physicaled them. Having a guy that can just go off the dribble and get a bucket, like they could have beat Tennessee, then they play FAU, then what transpires from there? And then this last one, I'm a little biased, like I'm going to be honest, I'm probably going to vote for this one, is what if Connor didn't cash out of his UConn future? <laughs> You're such a <laughs> I've been wait- I thought of that yesterday. I've been waiting a day and a half to mention that. Like You're what if he such- just kept it? I'd be a lot happier. But, also but he kept UConn. his Virginia future. <laughs> well, the Virginia future was like, all right, I'm going to let it ride, and hopefully it gets to a point where the cash out is more than what I bet. Because, I mean, at the time when that game hap- the first game happened, it was only like $2, and I think I bet like 5 on it. Mm-hmm. But also, if I would have kept the UConn future, honestly, the... Tumble would have continued for UConn, would have barely made it into the tournament, would have been an eight seed, and I would have been like, damn. But, yeah. no, I mean, my vote... That is my vote, by the way. You're an asshole. I have to. Uh, my vote, honestly, is Ford Creighton. Because, like, yeah, you, you brought up the Virginia one, and, like, yeah, we kind of almost talked ourselves into Virginia being a Final Four team. But also at the same time, like, I don't know if Virginia was making it far if they win that game. I yeah, still like hundred percent. Obviously, that defense travels, but would if ha- would that have happened? The likelihood of that isn't good. I mean, we're talking about one play when it was in the elite eight. Yeah, so, one thousand percent. Yeah, but yeah, I'm voting for you. You're an asshole. You should definitely. So, um, you got a two and a seven. He's showing a jack. Hit me. You got a hit here. 16. And he's got a jack. I think what, he, what do they have to stay at? What do you mean? What was dealer? Have uh, to 17. Stay? Okay. Um, hit me. Damn. <laughs> Connor Venus Stooge. What? Is the winner. Oh, really? I got five. No, you're being oh. a stooge. You got a nine. You busted. Oh, oh damn. Uh, oh, whatever. That was fun. You're an idiot. I do this like that. stupid. Yeah, well, this whole podcast is stupid, so here we yeah, go. Very much. Um. So, obviously, let's just get this one out of the way. It's pretty obvious. And we kind of just talked about him. I should have did that a second ago, but I really wanted to get to my joke. I just did. You're such a loser. Comeback player of the year. There is one choice, and there's one choice only. Connor Holiday. Keontae Johnson. I mean, this one's just obvious after what we saw transpire at Florida to come back and not 
almost kind of better than he was. When yeah, he was I would Florida. agree. And just completely turned around that Kansas State team with the help of Tang and Noel. I mean, Kansas State is not in the Elite Eight if it's not for Keontae Johnson. No. And obviously, if he stayed out of foul trouble in that game, like, who knows? That should have probably they been. Won. That would have been a. Why didn't I not? That was a good one to put in the what if moments. Yeah, thanks. I didn't even think about that. Because then they would get. Yeah, Kansas they could have been in the final Kansas four. State wins it all. I think they beat Sandy. I think they were national runners up, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Would be my goat. Um, it's funny how no matter how many scenarios we come up for the national championship, it was still can UConn. I, 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 again, we've said it before, the best team won the national title. Yeah. By far. Um, performance of the tournament. This one's probably pretty freaking easy. Marquise Noel, 20 and 19. 20 points, 19 assists against Michigan State. Drew Timmy's 34 against UCLA. And I know we don't cover it, but just Caitlin Clark, the entire women's national uh, or the NCAA tournament, like just Mo- more specifically that South Carolina game. She was, yeah. What was it like? 43 points. I think was what, she and had. then she had a triple double too. Yeah. It was like 43, 10 and 11. It's yeah. stupid. Like she was like just utterly insane. But for me, it's, I mean, we call, we follow, we give picks out for the men's game. Like Marquise Noel, it's a record. No one's ever th- had 19 assists in a game. And he was a one man wrecking crew. And he even defeated the guy who I've always said, and it seems to always happen, makes every clutch play down the stretch in Tyson Walker, Michigan State. Marquis Howell outdueled him at the end of that game. Got and, the key steal, too. Yeah. That that was – like, obviously, I'm on the other side, so I don't like it, but when we can look back on it and see it, was just – just I can't ima- – I wish I could feel what you felt in that moment, if that makes sense. It was exhilarating. Yeah. It really was. Like, that's got to be your vote, right? Yeah, it like, is. He set a record. I mean, he was... It, 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 there's no way they win that game if he doesn't do what he does. If he has, like, a normal Marquise Noel game, they don't win that game. He just went absolutely unconscious, was making some of the most ridiculous passes. He, Like I said, during the game, he was in his bag. One thousand percent. Um moving on here. So I have this is a two team race here. It was the money makers in the year. Like who would you rather vote for? Pitt, the best cover team in basketball, or Tulsa, the worst cover team in basketball. So oh, team you God. leaned on or team you faded more? Because I because personally I, was, I faded Tulsa more than I bet Pitt. I did a little bit of both. And honestly, like in the tournament, it helped out. Yeah. Oh, dick. Hey, you fucking made a joke about me. I can make yeah, a joke about you. Yeah, it's true. And then I rode with them. I love them against it. I still do. Uh-huh. You throw that game in my face right now, I'm betting pit. And they got their shit kicked out of them. But honestly, at the end of the year, dude, I found that Tulsa trend and I just hammered the absolute shit out of it. But honestly, at the same time, two of my biggest money makers were my two favorite teams in Miami in Kansas State. But honestly, yeah. honestly, the way it was at the end of the season, I wish we could have gotten on the trend earlier with Tulsa. I was on the Louisville 
bandwagon. That was something. a I was a good. I almost put it on there. That was a good like month and a half. Yeah, I just wanted to. Vegas caught on very quickly yeah. after that. I wanted to do like the top and the bottom and see. Like, no, who we I kind think of... my vote's Tulsa. Okay, I did. I did bet on both. I think I made yeah because at the end of the season. I just kept throwing ridiculous money at a get fading Tulsa, and it would cash every. I think pretty sure they covered what three? I think it was like three games. Yeah, all season. Maybe they, maybe I. It was four or five. I'm pretty sure I remember it was like three games too. Um, let's do shot of the tournament or shot of the year. We also have the Ladie buzzer beater for San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle Davis's layup for FAU to get them to the second round, mm-hmm. and Cambridge's half quarter for Arizona State that I think got them into the NCAA tournament when they beat Arizona, basically. Yeah. On the road, obviously that is a tough one to not pick because the dude made like, and it was a to say half quarter was actually an injustice. Like it was ten feet behind it. Yeah, and, and it, it was, was at Arizona. But to advance your team, Ladie hitting a shot against FAU, down one, so he misses, it's over, to advance your team to the national title. It's kind of hard for me not to pick that one. No. <sighs> the better shot is obviously Cambridge's, but Ladie's was more significant. See, I have one in mind that I am surprised that you did not have down. That was Furman's shot. Yeah. I have some Furman stuff in a minute. I but, thought about that too, but but it was just like a very, I don't know, it was just a three to get you the no, second but round. At, yeah, but at the same time, it, it's San all Diego com- State. Yeah, all-time moment. Yes. Um, well, I was talking also about the Furman one too. Yes, yes. But that was, I think, what the fuck play of the year. Yeah. Um, I think we did this for basketball or for football. Uh, Stooge moment. Yep. Of the year. Uh, Michigan State blowing an 11-point lead to Iowa with 40 seconds left. Nate Oates choosing to foul down one with 40 seconds left and 25 on the shot clock against San Diego State. And then Jim Beheim just bullying student reporters the entirety of the college basketball season is my other one. I got to go with Michigan State, man. That's, oh, really? That's so, like, I think it's more everything that came with it because, like, one of the moments of the year happened before that comeback started with McCaffrey having the stare down with the official. All-time moment, yes. But, dude, double digits with 40 seconds. Like, that's insane. I just, Yeah, I got to go with Iowa. Or, I mean, well, either way. See, see, I – well, Stooge Ward would be Michigan State. Yeah. I'm going with NATO's decision to foul up one. Like, you're a top 15 Ken Palm defense against San Diego State's, quotation marks, lethal offense. Mm-hmm. Get a fucking stop and get the ball back and give it to your future third overall draft pick and make him go – tell him to go make a play. Like, why are you fouling and then putting them up three? They go down and miss it. Now San Diego State's got the ball, and they get fouled, and they're shooting free throws up three. Like, to me, that's stupid. I don't get that. But, Connor, I'm going to deal your cards out here. You got a blackjack. God fucking damn it. Let's go. You win. It's going to be Michigan State blowing the lead. You got a nice little ace and queen there. Let's um, go. We got a couple more left here. 
Um, obviously, the Juiciest Man Award. Oh, this is a, this is a landslide win. DJ Burns. Yes. Yes. From NC State, locks in that. Um, I decided not to give his height and weight out. Maybe he lessens his self-conscious. But, man, that boy's juicy. I mean, big part of why NC State was a tournament team this year. But, man, that's a big he's, boy. I mean, he can move. If you want somebody to move somebody out of the paint, yes, he's going to do it. And then, tweet of the year. Oh, Arma- God, this is a landslide. Lock, I only came with one on my knee because I'm not even going to worry about it. Armando Baycock. He announces Jeff Goodman tweets that he is returning for his super senior year, and he literally just posts a picture of Perry Ellis from Kansas. I mean, I saw that. And Perry I Ellis is in his 10th year at Kansas. I wouldn't be surprised if he – can he use a COVID year? I don't know. He could be on staff, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That that one cracked me up because I love that. Even – it's crazy. He's like technically the younger generation. I yeah, mean. and he still and understands He, he knows that. the joke. Yeah. He knows the joke. Um, can I flex for like two seconds? It's not Go really a flex. Ahead. Go ahead. So I have a vote for the USBWA All-American team. And I want to give you my All-Americans. It's not a flex, actually, because it's, uh, it's basically like most of the college basketball writers will – it's a membership, and you pay like 30 bucks a year, mm-hmm. and it's just a way to network or whatever. And they send you a ballot. So here's who I voted for. So do you know who the actual first team was? Uh, it was like Jalen Wilson, Brandon Miller – Drew Timmy, TJD, Zach Eady, I believe. Yeah. I I don't do that shit. I do. If I'm making my All-American team, I'm making a team. Uh-huh. Like, was TJD playing the point? No. Uh-huh. I voted for Tyler Kolick, Marcus Sasser, Brandon Miller. I think TJD could play the four, uh-huh. and then Zach Eady did the five. I think it's pretty fair. That's a pretty good, pretty good team. Two left here. Obviously, we're saving the big one for last. The game of the tournament. Kansas State versus Michigan State. Has to be up there. FAU, San Diego State. Virginia, Furman. And then the first half of Iona, UConn. Because that was really good. I knew you would put that in there. That was fun. It was. was very fun. That was fun for a whole half. And And then then, literally what Jordan Hawkins. Hawkins, three and one, dead. Um. See, here's the biased part of this one, though. Uh, here, I'm just going to give my pick out because it's not biased. Um, FAU San Diego State. Okay. I totally agree, and that's my pick. I thought I would not blame you one minute for voting Kansas State, Michigan State, because obviously we're going head-to-head. Mm-hmm. But I think the stakes for FAU oh, yeah. San Diego State. Yeah. One thousand percent. I think that is the right answer, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't blame you one minute. But but just, that can, that Kansas State Michigan State game is a close second. Yes, and then the communal moments of the Furman Virginia game in the first half I think of the it was game. A communal moment at the end of the game. <laughs> I think that was like when I well when I, thought I we think about that Virginia Furman game. I can't I can't think about anything other than that last play. With the Michigan State-Kansas State game, I could think of multiple moments for the San Diego State game, San Diego State-FAU game, I could think of multiple moments. That Furman game, that's just like one moment that happened. I can't really remember anything besides that. To be honest, either can I. There's so many goddamn games. There wasn't really anything that really stood out. And that was the first 
standalone game. Yeah, hundred percent. And I can't remember. Maybe that's the problem. Is that was the first game of the actual tournament. Mm-hmm. All right. So the last one here. It's the big one. I haven't had a name for it, but I was gonna call it the Teddy Allen Award, but that's I think a disservice to the Jason Preston. The bet the juice. It's gotta be something communal with us. Yeah, we'll think. We'll we'll we have a year to think of it. We'll think of one. Rules for this award. You better play to mid major. Uh huh. It is a team that we're all backing. Uh huh. So you have to be a player on that team, and you have to have won us a decent amount of money. Okay. Jason Preston won it the first year. We didn't yes. have a podcast. Yes. Second year, Teddy Allen was Teddy Allen by far. I mean, that was. I mean, it was literally one game, but also there was a lot of hammering New Mexico State before the tournament and throughout that season. But yes, I mean, this award though is strictly tournament. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this is probably the weakest of the three years by far. The weakest group, like there was not a lot of upsets. Unfortunately, oh, and the upsets were high major teams like sevens beating twos. So. It's a little slow here. It's literally two players. And it's Jalen Slauson from Furman or J.P. Puigs from Furman. Puigs hit the buzzer beater, but Slauson was the best player in that game. And that's why he's getting my vote. There's really not a lot to... Like, this one was kind of lame. Like, I wanted to throw Sonogo in there because obviously we bet him a lot. But at the same time, like, it has to be... It has to be like a low major guy. That's just kind of the rule. No, I get that 100%. But Puig's made the... That's why I'm on the fence. Puig's made... You know, I'm switching. I'm taking J.P. Puig's. Because the moment we got together, me, you, and Jr. was, like, honestly, the funnest of the four days. Yeah. The, The feeling of death, when we were basically winning the entire game, they blow it. Mm-hmm. And it's over. They're in Virginia's inbound of the ball. Yeah, like the game we, is over. we were like, okay, maybe if they foul, but we'll also three. Virginia's also a very good free throw shooting team. Like we were trying to play out the scenarios because we knew that Virginia wasn't going to do anything stupid until they did something stupid by their national championship winning point guard. Exactly, Puig. Yeah, that's the Puig. right answer. Puig. I think so. Shout out to Slauson, though. You were awesome. You carried us. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if, like, Sincere Carey could have been this guy. He was supposed to be my guy. And then we and find then out the whole Drake hurt. team. Yeah, um, Drake didn't. Oh, God. I can't think of his freaking name, but it would have been. What if of the, like, another what if of the tournament? I missed that one. What if Drake beats Miami when we're also. Because it's absolute, Houston. We were both. All of us community. Like,. We had to. We. I will preface this though. Connor didn't want to. No, but I, I was. Forced ri- him. Yeah, I was riding with the team, and I was kind of like, "All right, well, this is kind of a hedge on my Miami future." Who I don't remember his name, so someone will tell me it. But if 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 Drake would have won that game, it would have been the center. I can't remember his name for Drake. Oh God, I can't remember either. Fine. I'm blanking. But he. He carried them because Tucker DeVries couldn't hit a freaking shot yes. to save his life. Mm-hmm. But that is going to conclude the 2023 Juicies. So until we start breaking down conferences in college football, it's going to be one episode a week. We don't know the day yet. 
Well, except for possibly two episodes oh, for like, the NFL draft. Yeah. We'll end up having like one to preview it. And then, well, first round's on Thursday. We could do possibly one on Friday. That's a good idea. And then like kind of do like they have more picks like bets. They, they'll make? have second round picks or like, like bets, bets okay. and stuff like that. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So and kind of recap. It. Yeah. Yeah. Recap yeah. the first round. What surprised us and shit like that. Maybe Connor will have a mock draft. Who knows? You will. I can see you crying. I mean, I do one every year. Do you really? Yeah. For Well, at least for the last like three years, I tried to do one. And honestly, like do like the first couple picks always end up doing good. After that, it's a complete clusterfuck. And then you probably hit like, oh, I got 18 right. Like there's been times that like I've got the player at the right pick, just wrong team because a team Trade. traded up. Or, I'm counting those, though. Or, like, I try to also, especially with the Raiders, um, I always try to think of something completely outlandish for them because they always seem to in the first round. Also, the Seahawks. But then, like, last year, who would have fucking thought that the Patriots were going to take a guard from Chattanooga that wasn't expected to get a call until, like, maybe late second round, and they take him in the first round, and he thought it was a joke. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I probably heard it and just forgot about it. Yeah. Go Mooks. Um, I've also thought about, you know, we'll we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. So off, off the pot. We'll talk okay. about that. That's a little okay. tease. So we're out of here. That concludes the juices. Have a good weekend. Peace.